Welcome to another episode of Songmas. My name is Richard Villegas, and today we have a beautiful, disco, campy, messy, shady little show for you all. Uh, we are joined by some very special guests, uh, so we're going to uh, finish out this track. This is Mighty Real by Sylvester, and when we get back, get ready for it, because it's about to be shows in Stuntini. <laughs> Alrighty, and we are back. Welcome back to Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and today I am joined by Ronnie and Marty, aka Vicky and Ari, of the Shade Parade podcast. How y'all doing, kiddos? Ow. Hello. What's the goody good? Buenos dias. Yeah, how you doing? I'm so excited to have y'all here because this is kind of a part of my life that I've never really, I like I've maybe alluded to it on the show before, but I've, people don't really know of my past in nightlife, which is where I know you guys from. New York nightlife to be specific. Hello. I mean, the best one, the best friends. The only one that matters. Woman of mystery. <laughs> Ladies of mystery. <laughs> with five o'clock shadows. Only, uh, after, <laughs> only, only after three. <laughs> um well so uh for our listeners at home uh who may not be as familiar with um with the shade parade and with your alter egos let's just say um to use a heteronormative term um uh please introduce yourselves and and who it is that you are and what it is that you do well i am Roddy. well aka vicky villainess of the shade parade I am a uh, super drag villain, I guess you could call me, or just a bitch in a bad wig sometimes. 
Um, I, You're just drawn that way. <laughs> I, well, I'm just painted that way, Ooh. usually. Um, yeah, I do a little stand-up, a little shake and jiggle, a little, you know, lip-syncing. A couple shablams. Not so many shablams <laughs> anymore, because, you the know. Knees, the did knees. the knees give out? Yeah, it was my rickets. Ooh. I had to... I had to get I had to get a like a fake knee put in. So. Come on, Peg, like Peggy. Um, taking yeah. taking padding to a new level. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I host a weekly podcast with this messy bitch right here, the Shade Parade. And uh, yeah, we're here with uh, Ari Kiki. What about you, uh, Marty slash Ari? Talk to us. What's up? My name is Marty, aka Ari Kiki, a New York nightlife legend in yeah. my own mind. Um, legend. A legend. A leg end. Yes. She likes to fall off stages. These videos, <laughs> notorious videos on YouTube. Uh, also award-winning nightlife celebrity. Uh, I've won best host, best comedic performer uh, at the Glam Awards. I've uh, been working with this clown for about eight years in various different ways. And uh, uh, enjoying my life at the Shade Parade and just being a shady cunt whenever possible. Yes, ma'am. It's, yeah. And again, feel free to curse. This is not NPR by any means. Oh, fabulous. But I do love me an ASMR video moment. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it, it's funny because like, you know, it, our, our, um, you know, from our demographics, our biggest listenership is in New York city. So our listeners may or may not have encountered you at some point, uh, at a local show. So again, like to speak in plain terms, uh, Vicky and Ari are well-known nightlife, legendary children's of the drag world or whatever. Lots of words, buzzwords, um, cross, cross, cross dressing clowns, cross dressers, extraordinary. Bearded ladies of the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who also have a fabulous, uh, very funny podcast called The Shade Parade. Um, And yeah, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about that because like, again, I've known you as stars of of stage. Um, But but it's really at what point did you guys decided like we need to transition that into a podcast? Do you mind if I take a little bit of a lead on this one? So sometime in, I want to say, last, in 2017, somewhere in the middle of 2017, uh, Ronnie suggested the idea of doing a podcast. He had been listening to a couple of other podcasts, really enjoyed them, and kind of wanted to, knew that we had a cute little banter uh, and wanted to put that on for other people to listen to. And so we dabbled in it a little bit in 2017, and in 2018, we kind of just took the leap and uh, seeing how it's developing. I mean, and how is it developing? Uh, we're growing. I mean, we're... we're I'm still eating. eating. <laughs> <laughs> I can I, smell the dominoes from here. I know, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, we're getting... I mean, we have a lot of New York listeners, yeah. but we have... A growing listenership in the West Coast, which is interesting. Oh, that's cool. So I guess that means that we're doing something. Something right. You never know where those listeners are going to come from, girl. Right. I don't know. Somebody, I saw somebody was listening to us from like Vancouver and then some are listening to Book us, us from like <laughs> London. That's a fact. I'd like to be on like 
What's in Vancouver? What's like a famous thing in Vancouver? Uh, cold. I'd like to be cold in Vancouver. <laughs> I, only would, I would only go north during the summer day, uh, summer months. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of weird because like my our biggest like list, listenerships are like in Dallas, I think Austin as well, and L.A. And oh. it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. Like, shout out the West... Southern West Coast, Midwest Coast. Yeah, no, it's definitely no, not Southern. That <laughs> um, I don't know, but that's cool. I mean, and obviously, you guys have been friends for like a long time, Almost a decade, lifetimes. Damn, it seems. I mean, we'll cut cut you in half and check the rings. Right, um, you can take out the rings in my asshole. You beat me to it. <laughs> I neared. Whoa. I neared recently. Oh, so the rings are easier to see from here. <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> um, before you couldn't see the forest for the trees. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you guys meet? <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna dust off this old brick road and go down her again. Would you like to? I always enjoy telling you the story. Always do. <laughs> so Grinder was the new app on the scene. No, actually, it was before the apps. Uh, it was Adam for Adam. Ooh, yes. Uh, it's it was a website where you would go to meet men. And I had just gotten out of a relationship, and I stumbled across this one's profile. We exchanged messages. She was always nasty to me, and I kind of enjoyed it. And I, we, at some point, he gave me his, uh, I want to say MySpace. That's how far back this was. I don't allegedly know any of this. <laughs> um, I want to say it was on MySpace. It may have been her Facebook, and I saw that she was like a club kid on, the, on every once in a while. And I hadn't really done drag at that time. I had dabbled in it like a couple, like 15 years prior, well, at that time, about five or six years prior. Um, And so I wanted to do like a gender bender birthday. I think it was for my 27th and I'm currently 35. Um, And so I reached out to her. I'm like, can you help me do drag and like just help me buy some clothes and do my makeup and... Basically be my fairy fag mother and help me get in drag. Right. Work. And this is this was at the dawning of Ari Kiki. I hadn't like the character existed, but I didn't really know what the character was, and I wasn't really performing anywhere. But the character was developing in my head. You call it a dawning. I call it the eclipse. Yeah. Ooh. Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so uh, let's get into some music so that this doesn't run too long, and so that y'all can get into this pizza. Um, <laughs> but I just need my adobo. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so basically our playlist today is kind of like a peppering of uh, different songs that you have either performed or still enjoy performing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk, before we jump into the next track, I do want to talk about the Sylvester track that we opened with, uh, which is the theme song to The Shade Parade. Um, and obviously an iconic classic. Uh, what was the cho- what, the decision process to like choose this song for, for your theme song? I chose we chose this song because it I feel like gets you in the mood for the show. It's campy, it's gay, it's loud enough to blow out your subwoofer. It's everything that you're going to expect from the Shade Parade. And it kind of hypes you up at the same time. Like it's very like you get your it gets into your bones. Yeah, and I was also thinking like I I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm at work in general and like I feel like a lot of people kind of cover a lot of the same topics kind of in the same that get the same pace it's all like covering the news i feel like we are a relief from all that serious shit and like just come and have like a party with us for an hour sit 
talk shit, and we got like a cool song to like get you all amped up for everything. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I mean, I, I've, I've, we toyed with having a, a theme song once upon a time, and then we're like, we're playing so much music. What's the fucking point? Like, so, it, <laughs> like for for you guys, it actually adds a lot of dimension. It really like it's like a it's like a presentation. It's like a it's like a an introduction to like the listener, like never heard before. You know, Sylvester will let you know what the fucking the <laughs> exactly. show is about. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, so we're gonna play uh, next uh, a Gloria Stefan track called "Wepa," <laughs> and uh, this song is heavily associated with Arikiki. So what we're gonna do is that we're gonna play the track, and when we come back, we are gonna go into why this song is like your introduction.
money back. Money back. Money back. Bitch, I'm making like a money back. Yeah. Money back. Uh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Call I do the May back on Monday. Fuck Friday. This is sweet. Pussy Saturday. That's just for classic. I say, babe, it's a snack. He said,
Alrighty, and we're back. And the second track we just heard there is uh, Cardi B uh, with her song Moneybag. Um, and so these are songs that you guys perform, and uh, I'm really interested to get into uh, into that a bit. So let's start with you, Ari, because again, Wepa is like an infamous Ari mm-hmm. Kiki number. Um, can you tell us why? She's been a staple of mine for about four or five years. Uh, I can't remember how I got introduced to it. I want to say someone suggested it to me. And I listened to it. I was like, it's very uh, uppy. It's very dancey. Things I am not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it makes you look like you are. Uh, And it's all English, but it has that Latin beat to it. So you kind of get to check two boxes off when you're in certain crowds. Um, When I first started performing it, it would be the number I would go to. And I was like an even more ethnic um, venue. Mm -hmm. Like I remember performing it, I want to say at El Morocco. Damn. When that was a thing, El Morocco. <laughs> yeah, shout out one forty fifth gang. Mm hmm. Real talk. Um, sorry. They used to have a gay night on Sundays of uh, way back in the way back when that was even a thing. Uh, I, do, I do remember. I never went, but I do remember. And I may have performed that at no parking when that was a thing. Ooh. Um, no parking was sexy. Yes. I don't care what nobody says. There no was, parking smelled like an armpit. They, but but they were slanging platano like it was nobody's business, bitch. And I want to say I sucked the dick in the bathroom there, and someone saw it because the win- the bathrooms had glass windows. So like you would see the silhouette of I, things happening. I had a bunch of dicks rubbed on my elbows. I think everyone had a bunch of their dicks rubbed on their elbows. Were yeah. you the you were you just, the dick that just, was rubbing on his yeah, elbow? Just just running through, just like trying to get through the crowd to get a drink. It was like bloop bloop. bloop. Just, yeah. I just remember seeing a video like on Facebook it was like somebody's birthday and like 10 different strippers, all of them with like, you know, dicks as long as like my rap sheet. And it's just like, <laughs> they're just like mm. doing the most. And I was just like, oh my God, S- save. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they afforded that, but not my business, not my problem. Hey, uh, that's real. And so uh, then uh, Ronnie, I want to talk a little bit about money bag. So, but we, we, um, we just recorded an episode of uh, the shade parade where I was a guest. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, and we uh, had an animated discussion about the, the Nicki Minaj and uh, Cardi feud. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, are you like a, a big Cardi B fan? I am like, it's, it's pretty easy to admit. I didn't want to get into her for a while. Cause mm. I was like, Who's this bitch from Love and Hip Hop or whatever that show is? But that's correct. <laughs> she she's from the D train. She's yes. <laughs> she, she is from Fordham Road. That's where she's from. Wow. <laughs> no, valid. Yeah. Yeah. No. She this shops a the, pretty girl. This, this is the most New York episode we've had in a while. I'm excited <laughs> for it. But um, yeah, I like how real she is, and I like to think that my um. I like, what do I call Vicky? Um, fabricated reality. So she gives you this like fabricated realness. Like you think it's real and shit real about it. But that's how I feel like that's my version of Cardi. Like Cardi's really real, but I'm like kind of real, but not real. You're an elevated real. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, a snatched real. An edited real. And <laughs> an, an non over exaggerated real. Be real. Um, Hot Um, So we talked a little bit about how Ari came to be Uh, How did Vicky uh, evolve into existence? 
Well, like Ari said, I started out as like a club kid, like a non-gender conforming, just it would be like heels and no boobs and like, I don't know, VHS tape as hair kind of a thing. And like I would slather some red paint on my face and that would be a look for the night. Throw on some glitter and some razor blade earrings and now you have accessories. Boom. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then it wasn't really until I met Ari that when she started dabbling into drag, I started experimenting more with pretty makeup. Right. Because, yeah. Because I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't? Um. (laughs) It's it's an ongoing struggle. (laughs) Well, and and that brings me to my next question, because your styles of drag are so, so different. Because, like, Vicky's more, like, dark lady might, will probably kill you. Mm -hmm. Where Arikiki is a clown in terms of, like, funny and loud and sort of, like, will occupy the whole room and, like, will probably have a couple of crap falls uh, throughout a number. (laughs) I thought you were going to say crab legs. Um, maybe <laughs> We all know it's chicken wings. It's always chicken wings. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, um, you know, and either of you can, can begin with this question. But, like, what took you in that direction uh, for the for of your drag or for your character or however you choose to see it? You want me to go first? Yeah. Sure. Uh, my character was kind of born out of a relationship I was in. Mm. Um, it took a, a toll on me and I was very um, restrained in that relationship because I was trying to mold myself to please someone else. That sounds about right. So when the character was kind of coming to be, uh, it was kind of like my little phoenix moment coming out of the ashes of the relationship. And I wanted to be... <clears throat> quote unquote my authentic self mm-hmm. even though I didn't know what the fuck it was at that time uh, but I slowly kind of started to like understand who I was as Marty and through this character of Arikiki and just being a lot more joyous and like for me if I can make people laugh then I'm doing my job and like I'm, I enjoy laughter mm-hmm. whether it's at me or with me <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point. Now, uh, like, uh, and I'm interested for you, Ronnie, because um, I, I believe your parent, your family is quite religious. Yeah. Um. So from that to like literal demon, um, <laughs> do we think that that's kind of like the jumping point? It might, it might be like some like Freudian connection there, maybe. Um. I started. Vicky came out of. I feel like me not being seen almost like I um I had gone to school for fashion design and I was like making all of these like costumes and I had nobody to like put them on because like I didn't really know a lot of people in the city because I went to like when I went to school I was like such a nerd that I didn't really talk to anybody so I came up with this idea that maybe I could wear my own stuff. And out of that, Vicky was born. And I um, I think she's so dark because that's, I mean, I'm a horror nerd. Yeah. And I love horror movies. And I've always identified with, like, the misunderstood villain of the story. Because I often feel like I'm misunderstood in a lot of shit. Um, 
Yeah, I know. It's so sad for me. <laughs> so well, going back to the fashion aspect of it, I feel like every great designer starts like wearing their own stuff. And like you, you design for the elite of, of New York nightlife, or at least for everybody in New York nightlife. Like I, I at least everybody has like one of your creations or something like that. I yeah. feel. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background in fashion. Um, I've been doing fashion for as long as I can remember. Um, currently I am like doing some corporate shit where I am not making things, but I'm designing things for a company. Yeah. And like, like I made, I designed the sweater. I didn't oh, that's cool. make it, but I designed it. And like... We sent off like measurements and things to China and then they like took pictures and they sent it back to us and this is what came back. So like I'm very proud of it. But um, I have literally the one like tagline that sticks in my head is I just want to express myself. So like I just like making stuff. I just like I like sitting in front of a bunch of materials and taking something literal garbage to some people sometimes and making something beautiful out of it. I mean, look at this bitch to my left. Yeah. <laughs> we compliment each other so well. <laughs> from from the ashes of the Ashanti of drag no! into, into the phoenix that is Ari Kiki. <laughs> Make it stick. Make it stick. Ashanti 2020. I feel like we're just bullying at this point. Um, Let's cut. Ashanti Kiki, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's cut to some music. Um, Up up next, I feel like we have a couple of songs that I that I feel are pretty descriptive of Vicky. Um, So first, we're gonna play Salt and Pepper. Ah, yes. The body beautiful. Um, why this song? Why do we, why do we love this song? Um, I am all about loving your body, loving the skin that you're in. Fashion only looks good when you look good in it. So like when you feel good in it and you can't feel good if you don't feel like you look really good. And I don't know. I'm all about the body beautiful. Also, to jump on that, it's the opening song into Wang Fu. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. And as Work. two drag queens, it, it's kind of like iconic for any drag queen. Like, yeah. You hear that, you want to get into drags. You want to you wanna like feel the corset around your waist. I don't pumps. wear corsets. Oh. I, I mean, neither ooh. do I, really. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, we're going to cut to Salt and Pepper now. The song is <laughs> The Body Beautiful. <laughs> And uh, we will be right back with more The Shade Parade. Body. 
the back Two snaps and a clap for a body like that It's a good damn thing, I don't care what you say Somebody beautiful, hey, that's me Oh, 
Alrighty, and we're back. And the second song we just played is uh, also a classic at this point. So this is uh, If You Had My Love uh, by Jennifer Lopez <laughs> off the first album. On the six. <laughs> On the six. So, um, wait, who chose this song? That was Ronnie's awesome. That was also Ronnie? So, uh, But I can, I can uh, definitely... Please, my to that one. please tell us about a little bit about this this classic among classics. I, I like to perform this song. Yeah, sometimes, just to give it a little throwback. Just especially if you're in a club in New York, like people people love J Lo. Like, come on, they probably took the six to get to that club. They probably took Possibly. the six to get there. I mean, that's on the east side. Not many people go to the east. Side. Yeah, you won't get your phone snatched. Um, mm. When you live in the Bronx, you take what you got. That's girl. true. That's you, true. You take the train that's available. <laughs> the one that's running. Hey, oh, man, <laughs> I gotta go run. I gotta go run to this L train, and I know I'm about to Oof. get fucked. Oh, with no loop. Not in the fun way. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. So, okay, so uh, J-Lo is obviously a very high-profile Boricua, and you, Miss Kiki, are a very high-profile Boricua yourself. I'm half Puerto Rican, half Cuban. Oh, are you? I didn't know that. Check, Because I, I always see you in Puerto Rico, um, obviously. Yeah, I haven't been to the Cubas yet. Okay. Well, which which of your parents is Cuban? The mom. Oh, wow. I didn't know that at all. Hello. That's cool. Well, tell us a little bit about um, about growing up. You grew up in New York, yeah? Correct. Born but, and raised. But you... I've traveled to the Puerto Ricos. To the Puerto Ricos. I'm going to keep me saying it plural. That's fine. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about like your experience as a not only as a gay boy, but also as a drag queen of Latino Descent. parents and all that jazz. Um, yeah, so, um, growing up Puerto Rican Cuban in New York, I was raised in a very Caucasian neighborhood, uh, 59th and 7th to be exact. You better work. My father was a superintendent. Um, come through house kitchen, you dare to? Hello, hi. And so she was very assimilated. I was raised in a very, like, you know, mind your P's and Q's and presentable and whatnot. Part of the reason why I think my character is so not. PC in that essence. Mm. I was like, she, she doesn't really mind her P's and Q's, and there's plenty of videos and pictures of Ari Kiki naked about about the town. Um, but yeah, so being Puerto Rican and stuff, I grew up hearing Spanish music on a regular basis. Um, Celia Cruz, Perez Prado, um, watching some Chespirito and yeah. shit like that. Um, yeah. And eating pernil, you know, the usual. <laughs> I, I, was, I was talking to somebody the other day, in the, you know, in Mexico, and they were like, what do you miss most of New York? And I'm like, pernil. Like, you don't find that out there? Hell no. There's like two Puerto Ricans out there. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Um, so you did mention that there's like pictures, naked pictures of Arikiki mm-hmm. about, and they're not just grinder nudes, although I'm pretty sure they're also everywhere. Quite possible. Um, I'm talking specifically about like the more tasteful sort of like, <laughs> um, you know, photo shoots that you do. Correct. And tasteful is, okay, a stretch, but. He means you're spread and hustler. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're spread across the New York City sidewalk. Um, but, <laughs> um, so yeah, you, I mean, you're, uh, a lady of a certain size, uh-huh. um, but you've been, you've made a quite a point of embracing that and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of just being like, you know, fuck it. And, and using it to fabulous effect, like you did the, um, sort of a, a version of the Janet Jackson photo shoot. Correct. Yeah. The, the classic one where like boo, like her boobs are being right. held by like, actually it's Vicky's hands. hands holding my titties. Oh, up. word. Yeah. It's her big old yes. mitts. Uh, <laughs> Holding your giant milk duck. 
Um, I just needed a big set of hands to like with contrasting skin tone. <laughs> and then you also kind of reenacted that classic shot of Madonna hitchhiking naked. Correct. You it, know, that in, was in your own Kikian way. Correct. Uh, that was actually my favorite one thus far. And that was a uh, shot in front of Stonewall Inn. Uh, you never forget when you're naked in public. So that was taken on a Thursday evening at seven o'clock. Work. <laughs> Oh my god! You better take it to the next level, right? Um, yeah, and I shot it with one of our friends, uh, Chris Chu of Chu Shoots, um, and yeah, just I, I've I've used it on merchandise. I have it on all my business cards. Uh, I was only in the street naked for maybe ten seconds, uh, but we took like ten shots and. There's a couple of them circulating. There's a lot of cops in that area. Were you afraid of like getting busted? Uh, what well, was nervous about the cops? Actually, two or three cop cars passed by at that time, and you were like, ah! "Well, I was so I was waiting in the wings, uh, inside the doorways. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting inside the doors of Stonewall with just like a um, not a robe, but it was like a, a shirt dress that I could just throw off and on. And the photographer was scoping out the street, and I was about to run out for the shoot at one point. And he's like, no, 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 stay inside, stay inside, because a family of kids was, like, coming by. Oh. And I was just like, not what I want to scare the kids with. Ooh. It wasn't Halloween yet? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I mean, I was tucked, barely. My thighs did most of the work. Thank you, thighs. <laughs> Thank you, Popeyes. Hello. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about Stonewall, which you just mentioned. You're kind of the den mother there. Um, to some degree. It, it is my home bar. Um, I've been there for about five years. And yeah. I started out, I was a guest at another Queen's Invasion, which happens every Sunday. And the bar manager, Mike Salonari, saw me and was like, you're an interesting character. What's your story? Have you ever bartended before? And I was like, I've never bartended. He's like, would you like to? And I was like, sure. And so I started bartending there in drag for about three, four years. Uh, and since then, I've also acquired a show there. I'm there every second Saturday of the month for a show called Riot, uh, where we t- ask for a suggested donation at the, at the door, and that goes to charity. And it's me and three or four other drag queens uh, doing a show for charity, basically. Mark. Yeah. Well, we're about, back. To, we're about to transition to some music. But before we do that, I, I wanted to ask you about, because again, you are very much this motherly figure, maybe less mm-hmm. so these days, because I think you're trying to shed that that mantle, it's, that honor. It's, uh, yeah, I've seen, I'm seeing a therapist. So yeah. <laughs> um, but like the house of Kiki, which I, I don't know if that was ever an official term, but like not just regarding your daughters, because like there's also like Vicky is like the auntie of the house of kiki yeah so we, we adopted the term kilaness the house of kilaness oh work okay yeah. so it's a hybrid household oh so she's evolved so uh what can you tell us about the house and sort of this family dynamic that you all have uh so we've who like are I the said, members uh it changes <laughs> <laughs> the core it's me and vicky um i would say followed by lola michelle kiki and the dive of romance uh, and then we have our Thea, uh, Miss Mary Muscles, who's like, w- she started out with us at the same time with the drag. Uh, but she doesn't have any kids because she doesn't come out that often. No. Her uterus was burned in the fire of 82. Does Britta still claim the house of Kiliness? Uh, she not so much. She she is a kiki per se, but we, I have shared custody with another drag queen for her. So This is Britta Filter that we're talking about. And she's pretty much her own entity at this point. So, I mean, I go support her every once in a while and she books me every once in a while. But I leave her be because she's pretty awesome as it is. Yeah. Sweet. Well, you talked about a little bit about like uh, the music that you grew up with, like a lot of like these classics of like Caribbean, Mm -hmm. you know, icons. And so you actually wanted uh, chose a song by La Lupe to play Mm -hmm. uh, Fever or Fiebre. Fiebre. 
Um, and I do know I've seen you perform this many times. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about that song. Um, I was so I I kind of reach out for different. I don't do that much Spanish music, um, but when I do, I like to find stuff that people can connect with. Mm-hmm. And so, Fever's been covered by multiple artists. Madonna, I believe, has covered it, and. I can't remember the person who originated the song. Uh, I want to say her her name is Peggy something, but I could be completely Mm. wrong. Possibly. I thought Eartha Kitt also sang it. Eartha Kitt, I believe, probably has covered it also. Mm. Um, I think I've performed it, actually. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I'm almost positive you performed (laughs) it. I can see you doing an Eartha Kitt version. He's done some Eartha Kitt before. He's that one. Oh, you would like to see my Eartha? Do you think you deserve to see my Eartha? <laughs> well, <laughs> right. That was an unexpected treat. I live. For what? Oh, um, you have to earn my earth. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled her out of the casket, girl. <laughs> no, put her back. I like Julie Newmar better. No, oh. no, I don't. Nobody likes Julie Newmar better. Nobody does. I will get in this Uber right now. Ah! <laughs> um, okay. Uh, wait, did you finish your thought on La Lupe? Yeah, just, I just wanted to, like, I chose something that was uh, people could relate to, have known or heard about it, could kind of sing along to, so. Okay, that sounds great to me. So we're going to listen to Fever or Fievere by La Lupe, and we'll be right back with more of the Shade Parade. Sabes cuánto yo te quiero, sabes cuánto siento por ti. Y cuando estás entre mis brazos, arde la fiebre, hay muy dentro de mí, tú me das fiebre. Ay, cuando besas fiebre, si me abrazas tú. Fiebre de mañana, fiebre en la noche azul. Todo el mundo tiene fiebre, eso bien que lo sé yo. Tener fiebre no es de ahora. Hace mucho tiempo que empezó, dame tu fiebre. Cuando besas fiebre, si me abrazas tú. Fiebre de mañana, fiebre en la noche azul. Todo el mundo, todo el mundo tiene fiebre. Eso, eso bien que lo sé yo. Tener fiebre no es de ahora. Hace mucho tiempo que empezó. Ay, ay, Yo te quiero, sabes cuánto siento por ti Y cuando estás entre mis brazos Arde la fiebre, hay muy dentro de mí Dame tu fiebre Cuando besas fiebre, si me abrazas tú Fiebre de mañana, fiebre en la noche azul Todo el mundo tiene fiebre Eso bien que lo sé yo Tener fiebre no es de ahora Hace mucho tiempo que empezó, dame tu fiebre Cuando besas fiebre, si me abrazas tú Fiebre de mañana, fiebre en la noche azul Todo el mundo, todo el mundo tiene fiebre Eso, eso bien que lo sé yo Tener fiebre no es de ahora Hace mucho tiempo que empezó 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 Que empezó Que empezó, que empezó, que empezó. 
Alrighty, and we're back. And the second song we just heard there was Selena's Dreaming of You. And again, another classic Arikiki number. Um, I, you actually have a lot of Selena in your repertoire, no? I do. I do at least four or five of her songs. Um, Bidi Bidi Bom Bom, Como La Flor, Dreaming of You. Uh, what's the other one that's a ballad that's really popular? I can't remember right now. Never been a huge Selena fan. So those are about like what? all the ones that I know. Uh, I've also done her disco meddling, which she's known for. And really? Yes. And I tried to do the Columbia one, but there's a lot of songs I don't connect. I, not that I don't connect with, but I just don't know that well. So I kind of just walk into the audience when that part kicks. I feel like <laughs> el, 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 el Chico del Apartamento Cinco. I, I feel get, like you could do that I one. I want to do that one. I just, it's a lot of like... Tiki tiki tikis, you gotta yeah. get into. <laughs> True, and actually, I think that's really cool that, like, because you're very strict about your lyrics. You're very, I, yeah. I don't like not knowing my words. Yeah, I mean, it's been a little bit more slack, lack. What is the word I'm looking for? Slacking. Slacking, uh, lately, um, but yeah, I, 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 because my aesthetic is a little off kilter. I feel like I kind of have to have my lyrics pretty well down, Pat, to like really pass the the fantasy away. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I also had uh, this designer, Florence Delee, create um, a Selena costume for me. The whole purple ensemble. And it looks amazing. Thank you. Mm, like, She's designed it to Sasha Velour. Mm, and well, and to many people, actually. A like, bunch of, uh, a bunch uh, of Britta actually wears a lot of Florence Delee, doesn't she? I believe so. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um, so uh, we're wrapping up uh, this fabulous little episode of Brief Kiki, if you will, um, or Kiki Briefs. Let's see what we get later. But I want to like, you know, I want to I want to round out a couple of things here. So like we met many, many, many years ago um, at a fabulous now defunct party called Our Lady of Saliva at mm-hmm. the Ritz. Um, and since obviously many legendary parties have come and gone, so have legendary venues. Um, so what, like, you know, again, the, I, I think the majority of our listenership is in New York city. Um, but we have places from people from all over. If somebody came and wanted to like go experience a, let's be, you know, current and say a queer space um which would you what would you like recommend like be it a gay bar be it like an unorthodox party what 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 spots do you guys enjoy i bounce around a lot like i go to like sometimes i'll go to more like male-centric parties like mr noir or i'll run around um like hell's kitchen and stuff or, but then there's sometimes that I want to, like, dress up and, like, I don't know, go to the Monster or go to Stonewall or Pieces or, like, you know, just, like, troll the village a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> telling the girls how bad their wigs look. And, um... <laughs> It's I mean, like, it's one of my favorite pastimes. Actually, <laughs> I mean, she is a villain. <laughs> I mean, well, and for people hey, who are may may not be familiar with like New York nightlife geography, I mean, it is a very different vibe from Hell's Kitchen to Chelsea to the West Village to the yeah. East Village to Brooklyn. Every neighborhood mm-hmm. has its own kind of demographic. Yeah, and I like to just like my look. I like to play with the uh, whatever I can. You know. What do you what do you dig, Miss Kiki? Uh, well, since Stonewall's my home bar, I usually go there because I get free alcohol, <laughs> and it's a nice mixed crowd there. 
Um, I also lately have been booked and blessed at Boxers Washington Heights, uh, and that's also oh, yeah. a bit fun. Um, the Heights is starting to get like a couple it's, of it's re- of it's coming spots, back around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also enjoy Trappy Hour, which happens at Harlem Nights every couple of Thursdays. Ooh. Um, and just throw it to Brooklyn, even though I don't get to go to Brooklyn often. Um, I love going to. I've done Hot Fruit with Will Sheridan. Oh, yeah. On Mondays, and that's really fun because he likes to have a nice mix of uh, performers. And same goes for straight acting on Thursdays with Reefy Royalty. Um, That's a fabulous party. That's an amazing party. Yeah, that's a good time. But bring deodorant, antiperspirant, whatever you like. Well, I mean, that's just the scent of Brooklyn. Is this for yourself or to pass out? Choices. Just choices. It's for the rest of the class. Uh, Water, I think water is quite expensive out there. That's why. (laughs) A lot of people don't shower. Anyway, mm. art. Um, <laughs> when in doubt, art. <laughs> um, before we sign out, um, I, I obviously like. I know. I know the. I feel like I know the answer to this question, but like you know, drag queens in an interview. I feel like people are going to be like, "So what about Drag Race? What is your?" Um, do you have any sort of aspirations? Do you guys even watch the show? Do you give a fuck about the show? We watched the show. We actually used to do a weekly recap of the show. On the podcast. On, uh, yeah, on, on the Shade Parade. Um, <laughs> so if much of the things that have been recorded and <laughs> sent out <laughs> over the airways does not prevent us from getting on the show, then absolutely, sure, I would love to audition. <laughs> but I know my shady mouth is probably <laughs> kept me, is probably going to keep me off the show. Have you auditioned before? I auditioned once. Really? Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, we were both trying to audition for the same season. Uh, and it was just, it's such a daunting audition. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. But. Because you got to like show like 10 looks. 10 and to 15 like, looks. There's mm-hmm. like three celebrity, imper- at least three celebrity impersonations, a skit, a paper garment, a whole bunch of Q&A questions in and out of drag, a runway, two music videos. God damn. Yeah. yeah. And it all has to fit into 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. great. Uh-huh. Right. And like a lot, I've, I've I've always tried to record it in like a weekend or like a couple of days, and that is never the approach to take. Well, I mean, I got lucky because I got someone to assist me with the filming, and I cranked it out in a weekend, and I hated my life afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I did mine myself with a tripod, a ring light in my living room right. by myself. I made a paper garment. Like, <laughs> yours was a lot better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you wouldn't struggle too much with that one. No, and all of the challenges that were like create something or like say a line in front right. of a camera, I was like, this I got, this I could do. But like when it came to like putting all this shit together by myself, I was like, okay, I'm, I need a nap now. This is a lot of work. Well, yeah. Excellent. I mean, if there was just like a questionnaire we could just fill out and some photos, that'd be great. You would just circle C for all right, the answers? Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Everything's all of the above. <laughs> um, okay, excellent. So, um, again, you guys are the Shade Parade, uh, which people can listen to on many different platforms. Do you care to share? You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh 
freaking what's the other one? Google Play. Google Play. Yes. Not Spotify because Spotify's uh, hateful. You can't say that <laughs> every yes, time. Yes, you can because <laughs> I actually say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on social media. Uh, we are the Shade Parade on Twitter. And you can email us at theofficialshadeparade at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, we're everywhere. Really. Excellent. Equally important, uh, can uh, if you guys care to share uh, your uh, social media for people to follow your fabulous drag looks. Um, and if you, uh, you know, if you have any like recurring parties or events that you uh, host or are at, uh, feel free to uh, advertise them here, please. You wanna go first? Sell your cheek, baby. <laughs> I am I hate Vicky Villaness on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so much better out loud. Yeah. It's but you have to like shake your fist when you say it. Curses, I hate Vicky Villaness. <laughs> Twirl your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um and I will be yeah, I'm on a stand-up comedy tour. Um, you can find all of that shit at fiftyshadesofgay.com. And yeah, I I think I'm going to do this thing in January in Atlanta, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. there. Word, go to, my word to the wise um, for our listeners, just make sure that you're checking uh, your local, your favorite drag queens, social media. That's where you're going to find all of the updated <laughs> yeah. information at all times. And remember, this is like a freelance gig. That shit can change week to week. Literally. So make sure that you are giving those follows and giving those tips. Ari, where can people find you? You can find me every first and third Saturday at Rampage at the Phoenix with Fee, uh, a lot of McGriddles. And Katrina Lovelace, and DJ T-Boy, every second Saturday of the month at Stonewall for Riot with DJ Chauncey, every fourth Saturday of the month at Boxes Washington Heights with Zaria Van Wales and DJ Nesto, every couple of Fridays at Gym Bar for Karaoke, and I believe that's it for official gigs at the moment. You can find me on social media, Kiki, A-R-I-K-I-K-I, underscore hot mess. The same goes for Twitter. Uh, and my email is arikiki mess at gmail.com. My Venmo is arikiki. <laughs> Smart I lady. think I've checked everything off the boxes. Oh, and my merchandise is available on www.dragqueenmerch.com. Yes, Vinge. <laughs> she is out here. She is branded. She is a company. She owns 51% of arikiki. <laughs> Who owns the other 49? The world. Um, Anyway, so we got <laughs> we got one more track on this playlist, and uh, you both kind of like were excited to play Lizzo, um, and we're gonna play close out with "Excuse Me," um, <laughs> not Latina, but we always welcome her in the coven if need be. Um, <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about Lizzo. Uh, I'm obsessed with Lizzo. Uh, obsessed with Lizzo. She is a big girl, and she's body positive, and she doesn't give a fuck what you think about it. And she is a hoot and a holler. If you follow her on social media, it's Lizzo be eating. Um, <laughs> she do. But she do. I don't really see her eating that much on her Instagram. But she mm. apparently I didn't know that she plays the flute. 
Yeah. Did you see that clip of her playing the flute and are then doing you, like the viral dances? Are you not aware that I just said I'm obsessed with her? I like <laughs> I gagged yeah. so hard because she's like, bitch. Like yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. That was incredible. So I've been obsessed with her for about a year and change now. Awesome. Well, the song is uh, called Excuse Me by Lizzo. Again, thank you so much to Vicky slash Ronnie to Ari slash Marty of the Shade Parade. Make sure that you guys are following, listening, rating, all of that shit, you know, because visibility is questionable, but it does help us monetize. So, um, you know, uh, we are Song Mess on uh, all social media platforms. Uh, that is Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I was going to say YouTube, but that's not <laughs> accurate at all. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all at Song Mess. You can email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Send us your projects, send us your music, send us your complaints. I won't read them. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if you, again, want to help us out, you know, iTunes, five stars, comments, all that jazz really will boost us, will help our visibility. And if you want to help us financially, which is really what counts, um, you can go to our online store, songmess.threadless.com, and we have uh, T-shirts, bags, you know, baby onesies, phone cases, mugs, whatever you want it, we have it there. We are very happy to sell out. So, uh, again, thank you so much to my guests, uh, The Shade Parade. Uh, we're going to close out with uh, Lizzo. The song is Excuse Me. See you later. Ciao. 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 Look up in the mirror, oh my God, it's me. So much pride on me, I'm a prodigy I'ma do my thing, no apologies Coconut and rose in my skin regime Mirror, mirror on the wall, tell me what you see It's that, oh my God, it's looking heavenly Stripper, when I'm looking in the mirror, I be slapping on that ass, getting thicker and thicker. I don't see no body else. Excuse me while I feel myself. Excuse me while I feel myself. I don't see no body else. Excuse me while I feel myself. I'm looking in the mirror, I'll be slapping on that ass, getting thicker and thicker. Woo!